This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Good morning, good morning, Charmers. Welcome back to another episode of The Charming Libra. I am your host, Tasha, and I hope everyone is having a wonderful Tuesday. Um, yeah, this is Tuesday. <laughs> Tuesday morning, and um, so far, a really great May. Um, I mean, so far, mine has been, you know, of course, it's only May, what, third? Excuse me. And um, we are officially in a Pluto retrograde, you guys. Um, you guys know that um, Pluto is transiting my sixth house, uh, which is <laughs> my house of work, my house of routine, and my house, most of all, of health. And I kid you not, it's, 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 it let itself known, be known yesterday, uh, when I'm not following the rules. Um, and so, uh, I, you guys know I suffer from panic attacks. You know, when I, it's like when I think I have a hold over it, it comes back with a vengeance. And this one was very off. Um, it it came to me while I was sleeping, you guys, <laughs> while I was sleeping in the middle of the night uh, on um, early morning of yesterday, like about 2.35 a.m. And mind you, I went to bed at uh, 11, like almost 12 o'clock AM because, you know, I just couldn't sleep. I couldn't sleep. And I, I unfortunately forgot to, because I've been doing moon journaling for self-care, um, using the moon and the phases to kind of see like how my emotions, my physical body and everything is like how it's reacting with each phase. Like, so far, I've noticed, because I started this when it was like a, a full moon, I believe. Um, not a full moon, but up, leading up to a full moon. So about like a waxing crescent or a waxing gibbous, one of them. And then I notice how like my ener- my energy is very up and it's very like I'm very productive and you know, a go-getter, getting things done, you know, but then I noticed when the moon starts to wane, I get more into my emotions. I kind of pull back some, uh, definitely more introverted. I want to be by myself a lot. Um, physically, uh, or emotionally, like I said, I get very, um, emotional and sensitive and, Like every little thing can make me cry, you know, and then physically I noticed that it's harder for me to eat certain foods, which is weird, right? 
but that is what, you know, the moon is how we digest as well. So uh, I've been reading this health uh, astrology healthcare book that teaches you um, to, you know, like journal and track and journal journal during each phase of the moon, not only just new moon and full moon, just, you know, through the quarter moon, through the waxing and waning gibbous and crescents and all that stuff. And really look at like how you go throughout your day, how you feel, you know, mind and body pretty much. So, and it's, it's been giving me a lot of good information about myself. Um, so yeah, it has the sun as well, but I'm currently on that part, um, that I'm reading. That's why I, uh, I'm going to start something a way of a self-care kind of like not challenge, but way of living um, after this with the signs and, it, and its seasons and so forth. But, um, yeah, so that night, um, yesterday, um, or yesterday morning, I guess you can say, um, hold on, my cat's trying to knock stuff over. Uh, I don't know why they act like this whenever it's like they know when I'm recording. So, um, but I had a massive panic attack. I woke up, my throat was like closing. Like I, my heart was beating so fast. My stomach was so not, it literally could, it literally felt like my stomach was so tiny and tight and knotted so bad that like, I just, it had hurt. Like I was feeling like, I was going to pass out. I felt like just straight up doom and gloom and like I just couldn't breathe, you know, and I had to hurry up, get up, take my Ativan because they gave me Ativan for this because that's how bad I suffer with it. Like I have Ativan, you guys, in every piece of area that I go. So like I have it in my room. I have it in the kitchen. Um, I keep one in my purse. That's how bad it is. Um it's came down a lot where I don't really have to use that as much, but it's, it's still not enough for me to not be able to, you know, I also keep it in my travel bag. So like when, when I go out of, um, out of town or something like that, it's, it's there. Um, yeah. So, um, I, I did that. I, um, took that, it took a bit for that to kick in. So I was so, anxious still and worried that I didn't go back to sleep because I was afraid that what happened if I didn't wake up what happened if you know like all that stuff so I just stayed up from 235 basically only had had what let's see basically like almost two three hours of sleep and I did not go back to bed you guys until about nine o'clock um p.m or no 10 o'clock I think p.m yesterday I was so exhausted, uh, but I wanted to make sure that, um, I didn't ruin my sleeping habits. Um, my husband, you know, my scorpion husband, I love him so much. He basically took me to go get, you know, all these wonderful, healthy foods from, um, whole foods so that I could have like things, you know, I told you guys earlier in the episode when I was talking about what my Pluto transformation is, it's about, um, 
you know, gaining routine because mine is in Capricorn. So it's gaining routine um, within, you know, things that are, you know, earthy pretty much. Like everything has to come from the earth, especially when it comes to um, eating. That's the only thing that seems to help me. And it truly, I not only did that, but of course, you know, I ran to go put on my amethyst because you I've told you guys also amethyst has, it's one of the crystals that just truly satiates my body and stabilizes my body when I'm anxious. And I also am wearing a black tourmaline. Um, I fire wrapped both of the crystals and I'm wearing both of them. Um, perhaps I should show you guys. Um, but these are the crystals, you know, like I, I just felt called to, make me, make me my own black tourmaline. Um, I had bought one, but I just really, you know, it was just, I just felt like my, my gut, my intuition, just like, you know, get a raw, you know, like a raw tourmaline and make it with, you know, like make it with love and, you know, kind of put some intention into it. And that's what I did. And I felt really connected to the stone that I went to go choose out, um, that I, that I get my crystals from. Um, I felt a really nice calming energy, a grounding energy. It's just, I, I know my body is calling for me to ground. Um, and then I had also grounded in the woods as well that day that I went to go get it. And I created this with, you know, intention and love and it came out beautiful. Plus, uh, I, I put it with the amethyst and it just, it, it helps me feel stable, grounded, and where my emotions are kind of, I feel like my emotions are just more like intact for some reason. And I also prayed to God to give me peace and serenity. I did breath work. I also talked to my angel path that day. I told her, I don't know why this is starting to happen again, where I'm having terrible, debilitating panic attacks because I couldn't do anything that whole day you guys I, I couldn't I didn't I didn't get on my phone I didn't do any of that stuff because I didn't want to do anything that's going to trigger another episode because I literally felt like I was going to have another episode I was having the high anxiety the tight gut and everything throughout the day even after taking the Ativan and so that's when I was like let me get to my herbs and stuff so I made me a nice soothing tea I made um I took a passion flower tincture because that helps the nerves as well. I did a stretch. Um, I read a bit, you know, I did, I watched Bridgerton. I started Bridgerton, like things that just bring me peace and joy. You know, I'm, I'm a sucker for romance uh, books and stuff and movies like that, especially when it's like, you know, um, renaissance kind of thing. So I just did things that made me feel happy. I, you know, I made all my food was like from the earth, uh, that I had gotten mainly. And, you know, after a while having that peace, doing my affirmations and all that stuff, I, and I went to bed and I slept really well and I had to pray to God to just take all whatever is, you know, bothering me out, um, get it away from me, you know, and I also talked to my naturopath that day because I had already had an appointment and I had to cancel with helping my friend out with some things because I was just like, I can't even be around anyone 
right now like this. I'm too on edge. I'm too anxious. And I don't want to, I wanted to avoid having to take another pill. And I wanted to do this by really tapping into allowing my body to kind of lead me on where, what it felt it needed, what it was lacking and all that stuff. So I kind of went through there and it, and it pretty much helped out a lot. Um, it's very scary guys. So if you don't deal with panic attacks, truly kudos to you because it's really tiring on my body. And my naturopathy even told me that, you know, she thinks it's just, you know, a trauma response, you know, from the issue that I had, you know, um, that I can't really discuss about being attacked by a psych patient that really, really changed my mental health. You guys, I kid you not. It really, you know, it, it is not a game and she feels that it, it has a lot to do with that. And, you know, no matter, you know, what my body will always feel like it's, in some kind of trouble. And so she, she told me herself that I need to truly stick to having a, you know, spiritual practice routine, you know, doing breathing, breath work. And she taught me some new breath work to do, um, you know, some, um, what is it? Uh, some tinctures, some herbal tinctures to take, which passion flower is one of them. Um, it's just, you know, my body, doesn't feel feel safe yet and when I heard her say that it really kind of touched my soul because I was like I can understand that because also my body is dealing with so much right now so much inside that and she said that she you know with everything coming out you know normal my test coming out normal physically she thinks it's also a spiritual issue like she thinks it's just more than it's beyond the physical, but she says, um, because I did get a call from a rheumatoid specialist because I'm terribly inflamed. And she says that will help to find out whatever the diagnosis practice of that is. And then we can go from there and work with what we need to do. But, you know, waking up this morning, I just really thought, you know, we are in a Pluto retrograde and, you know, retrogrades represent reflection and, you know, doing things, you know, looking at the things that haven't been working when it was direct and fixing it so that we can move forward in peace and harmony and, you know, achieving whatever we, it is that we need to learn from the retrograde. So with that said, I'm going to bring you into, um, This is why I'm making this episode because we have a Mercury retrograde coming up, but um, I'm just kind of giving you a little small insight on um, the Pluto retrograde. Uh, If there should be an episode, um, I haven't checked yet, you guys, because I just, I say that and then my mind kind of goes out of sight, out of mind sometimes after I cut off the show and I have to go move on and do other things. And so um, with Pluto retrograde, you know, this is about transformation. (laughs) It is, um, it's about, you know, your rebirth, your your metaphor, your metaphorically dying and your rebirth for when it goes direct. Um, you need to look at the house that Pluto is transiting in the house and the sign. And of course it's in the sign of Capricorn for all of us. And so, I need you guys to look and see what house Capricorn is in for you and look up 
you know, what that looks like for you. So as I mentioned before, Capricorn is in my sixth house of work, health, and routine. And this means that once again, I need to look at what's not working, look at what I'm not doing right and fix this shit. Because obviously when I don't fix it, you see how my health goes downhill and my health has been shit because I'm obviously not doing something the right way. So I am definitely going to take this seriously um, because I have been, especially health wise, I've been doing really good um, this year so far. And I, but I know there's huge rooms for improvement, huge rooms. So I want to come out of this fully whole and, you know, I've already surfaced a pretty good routine, but I think I could do a better routine nutrition wise. I've gotten a very good spiritual practice down, a very good physical practice down. That's with exercise movement and all that stuff. But I still need a good, um, routine for my nourishment of my body. But with that said, though, let's go ahead and jump into the Mercury retrograde that will be coming on May 10th, 2022, you guys. So next week, we will be officially in Mercury retrograde. And this retrograde is going to happen in the sign of Gemini. So Gemini is mutable air. And as I mentioned earlier, um, retrogrades, there's a reason why it's a retro in it. It means to, you know, go backwards, of course, and to look back at things that, you know, we need to fix and let go and drop so that we can move forward. Um, and so we know that Mercury goes retrograde about three to four times in one year, (laughs) And during those, it um, stays retrograde for about three weeks at a time. Uh, Retrogrades, you know, again, a time of reflection. Um, Depending on and what you how you want to look at that is a time of reflection of whatever, wherever Mercury is transiting and the sign. Right. So, um, you know, Mercury retrogrades, they... They slow down conversations, information, you know, they delay, they delay packages, letters, texts go, you know, weird and crazy technology fucks up. Um, Mercury is the planet of communication, of course. So anything related to that, which is all the stuff that I pretty much just said, that's related to moving around, you know, like, and that even has to do like when it comes to, um, medical astrology, the communication between like your brain and the rest of your body, like your, you know, your nervous system is constantly sending like electricity throughout your body and communicating with your body. That can even be interrupted if you are, you know, like having some kind of bad aspect, Uh, It can affect, you know, your mental health. You know, Mercury is definitely looked to when it comes to mental mental health issues and medical astrology. So you have to look at all that. You know, it causes like some anxiety and stuff and all that. And especially in the sign that it's in. So um, I'm going to say that um, it's in the sign of Gemini, although that is a sign of its rulership. 
I'm letting you know now that if you um, are, um, if you like are a Virgo or, or a Gemini, you guys really feel this energy. It, it really, really <laughs> affects you guys more so like worse more so than others because that is your sign like mercury is your ruling planet so um you have to be very careful of that um truly make sure you are taking care of yourself the best that you can uh because during retrogrades you know during mercury retrograde at least we we tend to overlook things you guys during this time and that's why um, I've, I, I can't say it enough. And I'm sure if you've listened to any of my other Mercury retrograde episodes, you'll hear me say um, this is not the time to, you know, sign leases, you know, go buying houses, um, even like getting new jobs, um, contracts, anything like that is not really a good time. Do not buy technology. I remember the last uh, retrograde I had to do, guys, that during that time, my I think my laptop had fucked up, um, my um, phone had fucked up um, really bad. It was, like, shutting off. It was, you know, the texts were, like, all the way. It was weird. It was, like, off the screen. It was just some weird shit that was going on, but I had refused to buy a new phone or a new laptop during that retrograde because... Usually when we do that, we end up getting faulty technology and what happens? We end up having to get shit again. Like usually I believe that we're in a shadow phase because we are a week before the Mercury retrograde and I kid you not, um, the other, <laughs> the other laptop that I did own is now fucked up. So now I have nothing. Um, so now I have to definitely look at trying to get a new laptop because I told you guys I signed up for grad school and I'm still waiting to hear if I was accepted or not from there. Um, and they had called me and told me like they got all my stuff, you know, my last college sent over my transcripts. They said my grades look amazing. So they're not worried about that part, but they do have to read my little essay that I had to do, you know, to explain like what would make me a great therapist or whatever. So I did that. Um, and I had to, um, you know, like get the funding and everything ready for school and everything. So I hope you guys pray for me, you know, wish me luck, everything. They said I should hear something on Friday and I'm really praying to God that I get into this school because it's, everything I ever wanted. Um, it's only a two year, nine month program. So I will be a therapist in no time because you know me, I'm probably going to just rush through it and probably take extra classes or so just to get it done quicker. But, um, I'm really excited. I'm it's, you know, this is where I'm meant to be. I, I know I, I just can't wait. So I can't wait um, to start with my master's. So, um, yeah. So, but with that said, I kind of went off <laughs> on a tangent. But um, yeah, this is just not even. You know, it can even affect your plumbing. Like there can be things in the house that go goes like fucky. You know, and it can go overlooked, especially if you're looking for a new house. You don't know if the plumbing or anything or something is like not good, and it can end up 
being overlooked and you buy that house and then you have to be the one to fix it because, you know, you overlooked what was going on before then. Excuse me. Um, <clears throat> be careful, you know, again, with job apps, because you don't know if like you can may overlook how much they offer, you know, payment. What happens if you guys talked about getting $30 an hour and then when you do the, um, when you do the, uh, the signing of the paper, they actually put less. And then because you didn't look it over, you sign it. That actually, I mean, the reverse happened to my husband. He, um, he is, uh, getting another job again. Um, the other one, he was just very unhappy and hated it and, it just wasn't worth anything to it. But what he decided to do was, um, uh, go back, uh, to his last job he was at in which, you know, he actually got paid way more, um, than what he was making. Cause that's why he had left there because he wasn't going to tolerate them. Like, you know, like playing, uh, playing with how much he made cause they didn't give him a raise. So, this time they needed him really back because he was a good worker. They wanted him back, so they accommodated um, him, and that's why he had left the other job. Plus, he wasn't happy at the other job. But it's funny because they had discussed payment of how much he was going to get, and he was in agreement. But then when whoever wrote up the paper put way more than they had talked about, and of course he's not going to say anything about that. So he went on and signed the paper. The, even the bosses and all of them looked at it, looked at it, must have didn't notice it themselves, and signed the paper. So now he gets paid way more than what they had even talked about. So that that kind of worked in his favor there. But uh, even though um, it's not a retrograde, so you know it kind of worked out for him. But definitely, you know, uh, if you of course like sometimes you can't help but to sign papers. Um, or contracts during your Mercury retrograde, which is understandable. But if you do read that shit, get copies, read that shit from front to back. I don't give a shit if it's 500 fucking pages, read it. Like you don't want to end up fucking yourself over. And if you have to do it during a retrograde, you have to do that. So make sure you look at it, you get a copy of it. You read that thing from front to back, fine print, everything and then you sign it. And then again, once the retrograde is over, then you reread it again to make sure you didn't overlook anything. And of course, um, the things, you know, you get those, we, we get folks and I know you guys are like, oh, here we go again. She's going to fucking talk about that, but damn Skippy, because I care about you guys. You know, there's people who say, you know, Mercury and Gatorade. Those are usually the people who end up, you know, talking to exes because we all know that texts get fucked up during Mercury retrogrades, meaning that what happened if your, your, you know, your ex was trying to text someone else, but he accidentally texts you. And then you guys start talking again and then you want to start fucking again. And that is not good for you. Okay. We are trying to take back, you know, our divine feminine, you know, our, especially the dark feminine, you know, this is the thing that's, you know, going on on TikTok, which, you know, I, you know, I, I see things on TikTok, then I go research it for myself and 
you know, there can be all kinds of different dark feminines. Most of the ones I found when I researched it mentioned, you know, very, um, what do you call it? Negative traits for the dark feminine. But I'm liking the whole where it's not dark as in you're being codependent, needy and all that stuff. Cause no, nobody, nobody needs to feel that way. Nobody should be feeling that way in a relationship. But I like the whole dark feminine of being assertive and understanding that, you know, you don't need someone, you know, you want their loyalty, but you don't need them. You're not needy. You know, you know that you're a great catch. You know, you're beautiful. You know, you're an intelligent woman. You know, you know that, you know, you, you embrace your creativity and your sexuality mainly. I feel like that's where the dark com- uh, feminine comes in. So I feel like the divine feminine yeah, you're embracing your creativity, but I feel like the dark feminine, you're embracing your sexuality, but you're not abusing it. You're not going, you're not going to go fuck someone to have a, like, basically you don't want to have a revenge fuck. You don't, cause that's part of the negative trait of the dark feminines that you can use sex to try to get what you want. And we don't need to be doing that shit because that eventually not only hurts the other person, it hurts yourself in the end. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm very open into you know, the whole dark feminine of being assertive, being creative, really expressing my sexuality, you know, um, really getting creative, even more creative with it. Um, you know, looking sexy, but feminine, you know, just having this whole new look and this like sleek look. I made a whole vision board for you guys. I'm not kidding. I was like, I'm loving this shit. I'm loving it and I'm going to keep loving it. And that's part of the reason why I got myself to a um, black tourmaline because for some reason it's just I don't know I just feel like black tourmaline is all about like the cleansing of the negative energy and bringing in the positive cleaning your aura you know grounding you you know making you feel safe because that's doing the root chakra you feel secure you feel safe in yourself you know so that's why I'm kind of also wearing that um, I have one left too on my shop. Again, shameless plug, Alari Sky Jewelry on Etsy. I have a beautiful wrapped, uh, it's in gold though, um, or copper rather, um, but um, like gold, it looks gold obviously. But uh, yeah, I have that wrapped and it's beautiful and I have one left. So if you want to get that, um, Go ahead and jump on at Alari Sky, A-L-A-R-I-E-S-K-Y-E, jewelry on Etsy. And go ahead and grab that little booger for yourself. But um, I want to do actually a a dark feminine kind of like a crystal line a bit, like wrap some crystals that, you know, you can use to really harness that feminine energy. I do have like Laramar up there. That's a great feminine stone. I have a purple um, labradorite. Labradorite's a wonderful for both light and dark fem- uh, feminine. But the the purple for some reason just ooh, it really brings out like that, you know, like that sexy, you know, like confident, like magical kind of like woman. Um, I only have one up there, it's in silver, but I did get another um, jewel that I need to wrap today. That is um, a purple one, and it's actually a little bit bigger, not too big. It's actually perfect size and I'm going to wrap that but it's going to be in gold so if you want the silver one the silver one's a cute little mini like diamond shaped labradorite um you'll have to see it's it's very pretty but they they both shine um 
the, I mean, the video that I have on it doesn't do it justice. Uh, if you see it in person, you'll really see the purple in it. But yeah, I'm going to wrap that up and put that up. So be on the lookout for that today. Um, as well as some jade, because jade is all about um, beauty and, you know, um, health and all that good stuff. So, yeah. And that's, you know, a great Taurus uh, stone, but it's also great to me for a feminine stone. Uh, yeah, so I'm going to be doing that throughout the days because I do have to do get some more stones and uh, so I can add some more stuff up there. But I really love it. I think you guys would love it. So just keep an eye, uh, eye out because it's very hard to find these. Um, I've only managed to find, um, I think, like two of them. And... Um, yeah. And I actually, um, it's, it's not, it's, it's pricey. Um, luckily these are in Kachaban forms. So it's not as pricey as like, let's say the one that I bought my friend for her birthday, <laughs> because i luckily fell into a place that happened to have that. And I was like, holy fuck. I was like, we were looking for this at the gym show. And so I was like, I have to find this and yeah, they have found it and yeah, it's not cheap. So um, I'm not gonna, of course, it's gonna be at a decent price for you guys, but I'm just letting you know, it's hard to find, it's very hard to find, like, purplish, pinkish flashes and Labradorite, so they're always ex very expensive. Okay, but anyways, <laughs> getting off on a tangent there, but yeah, um, let's not do that, guys, let's not talk to our ex or accidentally, you know, I mean, it's Mercury retrograde. We never know. We could accidentally text, you know, our exes or they text us if we have not blocked their phones, relieved their phones out of our phones. And therefore that could happen. Then it becomes a thing. And then next thing you know, when the Mercury retrograde is over, they've went off to find someone else or they've been fucking with someone else the whole time they just wanted to you know fuck you for the last time pretty much we just don't need that drama we just don't need it okay but again you know this um retrograde is happening in the beautiful rulership of mercury which is gemini mutable air the sign of you know communicating you know like of all types of you know, they love to be social. They're very intelligent. You know, their keyword is, I think, you know, they're very smart, smart energy and people. <laughs> but yeah, so um, it's, it's just a sign where, you know, you love to socialize. You just love to be doing things and multiple things at that. Um, you enjoy... Um, you know, just getting to know and learning new things, you know what I mean? It's very funny, like witty kind of energy. Uh, Geminis are, they are so funny. They're, they're truly, them as Sagittarians, of course. And of course they're sister signs. Those are the people that will have you like crying, like where you need to wear a diaper because you're pissing yourself laughing. Um, but yeah, it's just about, um, really just, a lot of communicating when it comes to that. And so with that said, um, Mercury can, I mean, Gemini can also be very gossipy and, you know, with it being in a Mercury retrograde, we got to kind of be careful what comes out of our mouth. Like no joke. 
um, beware of what you say, because sometimes, you know, like we're unaware of what we're talking. And when, it, when we have Gemini energy, I always see Gemini as a, like just constantly like popping off at the mouth. Like, did you hear it? And they're just very fast with it. Um, and the next thing you know, they're talking about, um, uh, I don't know, uh, Sandra and her, horrible relationship with her boyfriend and how she fucked up at work and you know next thing you know like the she hit it and then next thing you know the boss knows that because you told it to the wrong person or you're leaking people's business and that ain't cool if someone tells you something in confidence don't go spreading their business to strangers and people they don't know or people they even know it's really fucked up and rude so be very careful of what you're talking about. If you feel you're about to word vomit, stop where you are, suck that shit up and maybe go take a break or go, or go, or go walk or just, you know, like zip it and all that stuff. Um, don't, um, again, don't buy tech stuff at this time. No computers, even though I need one severely. Um, probably not going to buy one till after, uh, this whole thing goes through, even though I really need to, um, do it because I got to have it, um, before, you know, like when, uh, class starts, um, when I get accepted, you see how I said that when I, cause I am going to get accepted. I am manifesting that you guys. So manifest it with me. But yeah, I got to have all that ready. So I may have to end up buying one during that. But um, I don't know. We'll see. We will see. But I definitely don't recommend it. Uh, if you have to, just make sure you really like test that shit and then make sure it's going good. If not, then return it that day. Then don't get it again uh, until afterwards. And again... The best thing to do for this retrograde is um, check where your natal mercury is in your chart. Uh, finding also what house your Virgo and Gemini is plus your natal mercury and the trans transiting mercury will reveal where the difficulties in this retrograde are going to be for you. So once you find all those out, then that's when you set aside whatever. So you look at, uh, obviously everyone, it's going to be Mercury for everyone. I mean, not Mercury, but Gemini. Find where Gemini is in your house, but also Virgo, because Virgo is also rulership of Mercury. Find those, figure out what house is in, look at what the house represents. And then whatever that is, set that shit aside, um, until the retrograde is over because when you set that aside, um, put it on the back burner for now, it will help you end up having a more positive, um, Mercury retrograde. Like you can thrive during it. You don't have to always be fucked up during a, a Mercury retrograde. So if you do that, that will help you, you know, go forth and be fine. So like, for example, I am a Leo rising, so I can speak for all Leo risings here on this one. My Mercury is in the 11th house. That is the house of friends, groups, and future planning. So what is it that I believe I should do? 
with that being future planning and we're in a retrograde, meaning that it's time to, you know, like slow down, rest and reflect. I don't think I'm going to be doing too much um, future planning during this time. So that means that things that like, let's say that I had that I want to plan for like my business and all that stuff, which I also have to be very careful of now because I have an online business and Mercury retrogrades affect that shit. So I have to make sure I don't fuck up or I don't put the wrong thing or anything else. I have to really thoroughly look when I am posting stuff as well as content as well. But I don't believe, um, I believe in my opinion that with Gemini uh, transiting through my 11th house um, for the Mercury retrograde, um, it's friends and group thing. I don't think I'm going to really do any, um, I'm not going to plan to do any group stuff, to be honest. In my opinion, um, I feel like um, I shouldn't plan anything for the future as well. So this is my time to reflect on being present because, you know, Aquarius is the natural ruler of the 11th house. And usually that energy, the 11th house lives in, they don't live in the past, which is good because the past, when you live in the past, you know, you live in depression, but also you can't always live in the future because when you live in the future, you live in anxiety, right? which is kind of an issue that I kind of have. Um, so this is my time to be present, grounded, you guys, grounded. Um, and so uh, that's what I am going to focus on uh, when it comes to that. That's my transit. Now, as far as my natal mercury, where my natal mercury is located is the third house. That is the house of communication, <laughs> the natural house of Gemini. So with that said, if that's about communication, technology, travel and all that stuff, your girl ain't going to be traveling during this time. No, no, ma'am. She's not going to be traveling. Um, I'm definitely going to be careful with um, technology, obviously. And I got to watch out for, you know, um, anxious, just being anxious and all that stuff. So that is my natal, um, my natal uh, Mercury. And then my natal Virgo is, um, well, Virgo rules my second house. So what does that look like? Not spending money, honey. Not going out spending. I have to really plan my spending because, you know, with retrograde, you know, retrograde can throw me into a loop and then I can end up spending like all my life savings on some bullshit. So that just means really being um, opened with, uh, you know, financial spending, um, being aware of it rather. So that's what it looks like for me. So those are the things that like as far as like spending a whole bunch of money, making big purchases and all that, making big purchases, traveling, um, <clears throat> like uh, making, let, let's say, a new website, um, future planning, all that stuff, that is all, you know, that's all going to be on the back burner, in my opinion. And I'm not going to say I'm going to let go of like forming friend groups, because I think that's fine. Because really, during a Mercury retrograde, it's nice to connect with some friends, you know, it's the sign of communication, it's a great time to connect with some old friends, and just have, you know, a good time and catch up. 
Uh, so, but that's the things that I feel intuitively that I need to look out for during this Mercury retrograde. And obviously, if you are Leo rising, you have the same house and sign placements as I do. So kind of gave you a heads up on that. So like, for example, if you have Mercury in the first house, you know, that's the house itself. The house itself is all about, you know, putting yourself out there you know, like moving forward to, uh, you know, like get yourself, you know, where you want to be and all that stuff. But really that means that if it's in your house itself, that means you also need to look at, um, resting, you know, like kind of putting all of this, you know, like forefront, uh, putting yourself in the forefront all the time. It's your time to rest and relax and, uh, maybe like find some other things, uh, you know, within yourself that can make you happy, not always working on it all the time. Uh, maybe if Mercury, oh my gosh, not Mercury. Maybe if, um, your, um, your Gemini or Virgo is in the, um, 10th house, take a vacation from work, you know, um, take a, take a, uh, take a vacation from, and that's the same if it's in sixth house too. Either or, take a vacation for a little bit, relax and allow, and allow yourself to, you know, um, just be present with yourself and, you know, do things that will make you happy for a little bit. But that's all I wanted to say, you guys. I hope this helps. Um, I truly, you know, forgive me for all kind of the little tangents that I went in, but I just wanted to make sure I mentioned that. I also uh, want to create some Mercury retrograde line as well. Put in a few crystals to help you get through your Mercury retrograde. Uh, if you enjoy wearing them so that you don't have to worry about, you know, it can kind of give you that balanced energy as well. So keep a lookout for those, you guys. Of course, I'll mention it to you guys first, and I hope you guys have a wonderful, wonderful day. And also start preparing, you know, like, Mercury retrogrades are wonderful for decluttering and getting rid of things, you know, like cleaning your space, do that, you know, that is kind of like that for going energy right there, but also spreading out that, you know, mutable Gemini ear that loves to move and do things, but I love you guys so much. You take care and have a wonderful, wonderful day.